something yes. funny. Oh, what was that? What are we doing? Go on, go on, go on. It sounds like something you find in your penis. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. I got my feet in cement. I got my head in the clouds. You might call me demented, but I am too damn proud. I got a hunger for something outside the status quo. So pull up your chair. We are full automatic. We are out and about. We are singing hallelujah with our hearts torn out. No need to beat on what you already know. Your place is... Whatever. We have a special guest today on Eat This Hot Show. <laughs> and um, I think before I introduce her, I shall introduce my usual co-hosts. We have Wanda, who is a little bit late because she's on RPT, or Racist People Time. How oh, are you, Wanda? Rude. I'm fabulous. How are you all today? We're good. Mm. Uh, hi, Reagan Fox of... Hello. Of CBS's Big Brother Season 12, and occasionally a podcast called Holly Weird. Yeah, I need to... I, I'm going to get a new episode out this week. Oh, good. Um, and, most importantly, our guest, our lady of the week, Rebecca Nay. Of the week. I Re guess of the week works. Rebecca Hi. Nay, of Tranny, formerly of Tranny Rec Radio, presently of... Portland, Oregon, home of Criffy. How are you? Yes. I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm My hanging in. God, up. blast from the past, Phil. We I know, huh? Um were you ever on our show? Have you ever been on? I think once, a long time ago, about five or six years ago. What back fun. during I, I I believe I was on at least once during the Tranny Rick radio days. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, you definitely were. I remember. Yeah. Oh good. Well this is like a reunion showroom then. We did a reunion uh, like two weeks ago with John Ong and Cliffy. I think we're just gonna Cliffy. Go yeah, remember your neighbor there, Cliffy. Yeah, I I have not seen that little bitch in yeah. years. Every once in a while, we'll exchange messages on Facebook. But even though he lives here in Portland, well, he's just kind of disappeared. Try going up the street to the adult bookstore. You might find him there. Oh, good, 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 good advice. Mm -hmm. So, what shall we talk about? Topics? Anyone? Well, there's so, there's so much going on in the news. I'm just now reading. The reason why I'm a little silent is mm -hmm. because I'm reading about this knockout game that's being played yeah, in major cities there? where people go and they sucker punch a victim and with the intent of knocking that person out from a single blow. But it's super dangerous. What? They've been tar yeah, they've been targeting Orthodox Jews and um, it's killed Who's three people. It? Killed. I have a, I have a question about the news coverage of that because, you know, I've been working in uh, journalism for the most part for the last five years here at the local community radio station. So I have a tendency to be be a little bit critical of mm -hmm. mainstream uh, journalism. And one of the things, obviously, I think for everybody that uh, has an audacity, especially uh, you know Wanda, if she is as racist as Madge says she oh, is, oh definitely. Uh, Stop the lies. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. It is a lie because it's a lot worse. Yeah. So, so, so Wanda, is, is the coverage on this story racist or <laughs> is this a racially – I wonder Or is about this that something too. that is happening exclusively within the uh, black community because, you know, I, I'm wondering if the way this is being covered, this is intended – if this is being covered intentionally to put a negative spotlight on the black community. Oh, that wouldn't be the first time, surely. I, no, it wouldn't. I only read like one. I started to read one article about it, but the source was so sketchy that I just thought this is just sounds like bullshit. I mean, are you sure well, this some, is really going on? Well, I did some Google searching on it, and, oh. and Reagan could probably add more to this, too, since he brought this up. But when I first did the story, I was... I, I, I really didn't like how it was being covered. It was from uh, like a NBC affiliate in somewhere back east. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, all the towns back east are all the same to me. Uh, so yeah. uh, I did a go some Google searching on it, and, you know, I found a whole bunch of different articles. There's, I think the Huffington Post even wrote something about it. And, yeah. And, you know, that one was a little bit better done. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's happening. It, it seems to be a trend. Uh, whether it's a trend that is exclusive to the black community or not, I don't know. Is this due to, is, I mean, is this racially motivated? Is this something that comes out of Wanda Wisdom's hatred of blacks? And it's like a, a sort of like a, a, ref- okay. a reflex. Seriously. <laughs> well, from what, I, from what I can see, they are giving information from what the victims of this crime can tell about the people perpetrating the crime. And it seems like uh, the primary target is uh, it, it, groups of Orthodox Jews, or not groups of them, but Orthodox Jewish people seem to be disproportionately targeted. And so you think some anti-Semitism is playing into this, Reagan? Perhaps, yeah. Huh. I guess I don't know enough about it. The one article that I see is on Yahoo from ABC News, and I wouldn't be surprised if you know they're trying to freak you out. I do know. I remember seeing another article last week where they were talking about um, pranks and essentially that go wrong, like pranks. People are one-upping uh, video pranks for different social media things like Vine or YouTube, and in an effort to you know film the most egregious prank. You know, people are getting hurt. So this stuff is being videotaped? Well, this, I don't know if this is one of those types of things or pranks that they're talking about, but it it just seems like it potentially could be part of, you know, an effort for... Like, do you remember that milk thing where kids would go into the grocery store and throw jugs of milk around and then fall on the floor like they had, you know, gotten hurt or something? Um, No. No. no, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Do you? I think your friends probably. So I bet you people try to throw milk on and other substances on you all the time, and your friends just told you that story to make you. It's feel called gallon smashing. If if you YouTube gallon smashing, do I? Have it's to? one of these online pranks where kids literally they'll grab two cartons of milk, walk down the aisle, throw them up in the air, they'll hit the ground, and they'll fall like, "Oh, I hurt myself." Oh, I know somebody who did that. I know my friend Jeanette, the one who said, ain't nothing open after 12 o'clock except legs. She knows this lady, and um, she, like, sues, I forget her name, like Mabel or something. And she went to the grocery store and deliberately slipped and fell on the greens water so that she could sue the grocer. (laughs) So she sued the grocer because she fell on the greens water. She's like, I fell on the greens water. Is that what you're talking about? No, this is a little different because it's it's a meme. But in the you know in the you know for the, in the, in an attempt to sort of get attention, you have increasingly different ways that people are trying to make spectacles yeah. of themselves. So where where are you reading about this, Reagan? Like what sources is this on? Fuck, what's going on? Do we lose Reagan? Oops, what's going? Are you still there, Wanda? Ain't nobody here. Shit. Hello? I'm sorry. I accidentally put you on hold. There's a new version of Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I only lost a minute. We were saying... I, I was about to ask Ray, Reagan, um, what... Where have you been reading this story? I've seen it... Uh, well, I've I've been reading stories about the quote-unquote knockout game for the past week or so, but I just assumed it was the knockout game that people played when I was a kid, where you would breathe in bending over and then your um friends would anally penetrate you no no um, when, no no i'm kidding no 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 when we were kids we would bend over and we would breathe really hard and then we would stand up against a wall and somebody would put their mouths around our uh neck kind of like i guess asphyxiation and it would we would see if we would pass out i didn't know that this knockout game until just today was a punch-induced knockout. Hmm. That's pretty scary. Amrit Mirage, 28, was charged with harassment as a hate crime after he allegedly punched 24-year-old Orthodox Jewish man on Friday morning, where the attacker uh, aims to knock out the victim with a single sucker punch. What? Where, where did you read that? This is on uh, ABC News via the Yahoo's. And that sounds like an Arabic yeah. name. Yeah, all you have to do is Google knockout game and a whole bunch of articles are coming up. It reminds me of the foot stomper in polyester. 
And when they say knockout punch, they don't mean the stuff that Wanda Wisdom used to drink on Saturday nights in order uh-huh. to avoid the pain. Used to. <laughs> used to. That's now it's just yeah, now it's just um, Coca Cola from that's Mexico. Disturbing. So it doesn't <laughs> sound. I mean, that name you said did not. Well, I mean, it could be black, but who, are we? How do we? Why are we? Amrit Raj. It's. It sounds like to me. It sounds like an Arabic name. I don't know. Or an Indian name, I don't know. Amrit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I hope it's not. So, 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 Wando, uh, hmm. why, hmm. why is why is Madge calling you a racist? Oh God, uh, ask her. <laughs> Madge, why is Wanda why is Wanda a racist? Hi, well, we're the souls. We're new to town. Welcome to Monroe. So you can move <laughs> more effortlessly. Wanted to open a new account, checking and savings. Oh, we can help with that. We tend to do a lot of things. What's going on? I have Is no this idea. Commercial time. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. That I was would opening. Be you, honey. <laughs> I, I thought you something. did that. Per- I thought that was a a sound clip that you <laughs> I th- had I loaded like purposely because I'm new to no, town. No, we joke apparently. around. One is not a racist. It's just an ongoing joke. Uh, okay. Don't ruin I, it. Don't ruin I it. I didn't. I won't ruin it. I was just wondering if there was an inside story to that about Wanda's racism. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the danger of spreading lies and subterfuge. People will begin to believe things. Oh, I know what I I want to talk about. So this is funny, because Wanda, didn't you do one of those Tough Mudders once? Oh, God, yes. Well, you know, they're, like, electrocuting people in those things now, and somebody had a heart attack. (laughs) Did they really? I didn't get electrocuted. I was very fortunate. I think it's hilarious, because it's just like... How did they get electrocuted? This is from today, like, today's show. 13 shocks in one race. ER doctors warn about 10,000-volt wires in mud runs. Uh, It says, those muddy obstacle course races everybody seems to be doing can be dangerous. Uh, Doctors confirm that in a series of case studies looking... Uh, at what happened during a Tough Mudder event in Philadelphia this year. Of the 38 racers treated in an emergency department over that weekend in June, about half suffered electrical in- injuries. Uh, that's because this particular event featured two obstacles that require runners to brave their way through electroshock. There's the electric, what? There's the electric eel mm-hmm. in which participants slide on the stomach through frigid water or along a layer of ice while shocks hang overhead, and there's electroshock therapy, in which they run through a f- field of live wires up to 10,000 volts. Um, People are stupid. I mean, I, w- I remember the first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, where the Richard sisters went and got electroshock facials, and I just uh, thought, oh, okay. what have we come to? It says, one of the patients... And this is a quote. One of the patients, 18 years old, experienced 13 shocks. He essentially had a heart attack, inflammation of the heart. It was a warm day, and they'd already been through mud and heat and sweat, Greenberg says. Yeah, I was very fortunate because the the one that I did, there were two points where you were going to come into contact potentially with an electrical charge. And one was you had to be on your stomach like it described, but you were going through muddy water and you had to keep your head down. Otherwise, if you sort of, you know, were to raise up, zap! Um, How is that that legal? That's like, I mean, can they start saying, can can they say, oh, we have lobotomizing hooks that will be... (laughs) That would be a good one. That will go over, like, it Ice will picks. crawl up your nose, and it will just eat <laughs> a portion of your cortex. But yeah, it's no. let's see how tough you are. Tough it out, tough runner. Yeah, you probably couldn't do that. But I mean, it's literally the. Ex- <laughs> it's probably a similar experience. Like if you've ever been fixing Christmas lights or holiday lights. Excuse me for those of we you don't, who don't celebrate I don't, Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas or lights. Hanukkah lights? Yeah. Well, we have we use actual candles. And by the way, Hanukkah is this Thursday. It's Hanukkah giving. Feel free to wish me and give me gifts. Yeastradio.com. There's a PayPal button. I accept cash. Anyway, so and if, you, so if d- you're does like the race fixing start lights, off with like crawl through the bath of crystal meth, <laughs> then work your way into the mud and pass the not electroshock. A it's not a gay mud run. See, it sounds like a it sounds like a bathhouse. See, Rebecca, the issue is, um, what's this thing's name? Oh, Wanda is literally a racist because she does these ridiculous races. 
Oh, okay. Racer. So it's racism as in yes. running. As in stupid electrocutions. But do you, don't you have to pay to do this? I mean, I don't understand. Why do you, why, is this some weird yes. like gay fetish thing? It's, it strikes me as like, gay fetish. yeah, like what? Because I see the pe- only people that I ever see posting about this are, are gay people, and they're always like within the mud, and it's like it's almost like fetishized being a marine or something. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I it's all it. based on the actual um, tough mudder itself yeah. is based on the UK Special Forces training, so uh-huh. that's where all of the the different obstacles come from. So, why did you do it? Um, some friends of mine at the, or some gym friends mm-hmm. of mine and I, we you joined suck. a team yeah. and did it. Mm-hmm. It was actually a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's that whole like, now, team do you spirit. mean, do you mean gym friends in the Fausto Fernosian sense? I think he means the low self-esteem room as you call it. Oh, okay. No, we don't have one of those. Thank God. Uh huh. You don't have. We well, don't they have finally placed the one at my gym outside. <laughs> like they, they actually it's it's outside now the steam room and How the do you do that? sauna and men and women get to use it is it like a trailer i mean i don't get it what do you mean outside it's just like a separate building outside because it was so disgust i mean you can imagine the west hollywood steam room gem. Uh, wait a minute so they opened it up in a different building I put it outside. Yeah, I mean, they didn't make a whole new building, but it's kind of I like imagine if you're living in California and you're super hoity-toity rich and you're like, darling, you know what we need now? We need a sauna outside. Kind of like that. Oh. Is that the is that one of the saunas? I heard that Vinny Barbarino used to like go to those gay bathhouses. Is that true? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you mean John Travolta? Yeah. Oh, honey, it's before my time. I'm only 27. They're like Cheryl. <laughs> I'm 25. Oh, speaking of Cheryl, I have a story that uh, reminded me of her. It's a teacher that sent her parents uh, or sent her students mm-hmm. this, their parents, this letter. And it said several, and it's handwritten. Yeah. It says several children in pre-K ages three through, three through four are coming to school, sometimes daily, with soiled, stained, or dirty clothes. Some give off unpleasant smells, and some appear unclean and unkept. Uh-huh. Parents, please take care of this matter. It is a health and safety concern. It also makes it difficult for me to be close to them or even want to touch them. Enough said. Please sign and return so I know you've read this. Thank you, Cheryl Murkowski. No, well, we know it's not no. Cheryl because th- these would be positive. These would be chi- children would... that are actually alive. <laughs> well, and these would be Cheryl's children, too, that she would be. So she'd be writing a letter to herself, right? You know, my, you know what my niece told me today? Hmm. This is the problem with having somebody sick living in the basement, such as myself. She told me today, she said, Madge, when I grow up and if I have babies, I'm going to like abort them like right when they hit three months and then put them in jars. What? She's 12. (laughs) She's 12. (laughs) That's kind of creepy. I would leave. I would sleep with my door locked. Right. Pregnant is you. Yeah, but she might want to chop off your head and put it in a jar. You. We got a compliment wee, last week wee, for having wee. lots of woos. Woo! Woo! I think wee. the prospect of that is turning Madge on. Speaking of yeah. which, I was on. Uh, it doesn't the, take the, much the, um, these days. I think it was Etsy, or I don't know, maybe it was Craigslist, and I was looking for odd taxidermy items. Oh my God. You can buy all sorts of interesting things in jars. Why? Why were you looking for odd taxidermy? It's I'm just saying. Oh my god! Because Shashaldan does the same thing. She's always searching for taxidermy because she uses it. And all right, why were you using looking? Well, because I want. I really, really, really want a piece of taxidermy, but I want it to be really small and like oh. ri- like ridiculously disturbing or weird. Why do you want a piece of taxidermy? That's icky. I think primarily because it is icky, but I want like a squirrel who's playing the oh, banjo. Oh, honey, we or need something. to hook you up. But just talk to Sheldon. You remember her? We visited her with her yes, box full yes. of dicks. Talk to her. She's very into that. She had her her cat died, and she had it taxidermied. She had the skeleton put into a box, and then she had the whiskers with the nose 
like sliced off and put in a frame. Oh, it's creepy. All right. Yep. Did you, did you see the link that I posted on my Facebook? That was bad taxidermy. It's uh-uh. shots. Yes. Probably in like fact, 50. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She's in fact, her, I think it was your article that you posted that I, that's what was like, oh, I need to go do my regular semi-annual check on weird taxidermy on Craigslist. Yeah, I would, I if I were to ever get taxidermy done, which I never would, but if I did, I would go to whoever had the lowest ratings on Yelp and <laughs> give them an animal because the only what? thing more bizarre than regular taxidermy is bad taxidermy bad taxidermy is it's kind of like taxidermy is like a bad movie right but like a bad movie that's not even enjoyable to watch bad taxidermy is like when the movie is so horrible it suddenly flips and becomes good you know i just had Mm -hmm. an idea like this could be like the next evolution of tattoos and you know body jewelry you could like have your hand removed and replaced with the taxi and and then have your hand taxidermied and replace it Hey, Regan. Yes. So I have one request. Uh, Once you pass, make sure you add to your will that if you do get taxidermied, that your executor posts it on your Facebook profile. I would very much enjoy that. Well, I don't want to personally. I'm looking at pictures of bad bad taxidermy right now, and it's amazing. Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I will not be the animal that is taxidermied. Why not? Because that's not my bag. You're racist. No, I would like to be stuffed. I wouldn't mind being stuffed and put on display in like a mausoleum where people could come in and maybe they could put a little computer microchip in my brain and then I could talk and say, hey. Okay, but you understand when they say stuffed and put on display, they don't mean in a Steamworks way, right? Oh. (laughs) Can I, um, speaking of, uh, we were talking about Shishol and I wanted to tell you because the tough mutter reminded me of and she's a conceptual artist and she just did this piece last week which i think is directly related to this tough mutter so she did a sculpture a group sculpture with her art class and she had she gave each one of them a rock as in like an actual rock not a crack rock um and she asked them to swallow it and and she made them sign releases in case you know something happens to them swallow the rock and to return it after they shit it out and do you know every single student agreed to it and did it? Ew. That's kind of cool. I She's kind okay. of weirdly awesome in that way. Because she's hot. the one with the penises, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the weird thing is, like, she kind of, like, kind of the point, because what she said to me, she's like, look what these idiots did. Like, the point of the conceptual piece is, like, the fact that people will swallow a rock if you ask them to, if you tell them it's for art. I mean... That's what's hilarious to me. <laughs> I even yeah. asked one of the guys, I'm like, why it's did you do art. this? I'm like, why did you do this? He said, because it's for Shishon's art project. And then I pressed him on it. He got kind of upset. So you're saying Speaking you wouldn't of- have eaten a rock and shit it out? No. Would you? Have Even if she would. asked nicely, I would wouldn't, not. No, she wants me to. Ma- she uh, she's asking people to masturbate for ninety seconds and send her the tape. Do you want to do that? Feel free. I'm not going to do it. Cheryl did it though. Speaking of yeah. taxidermy, Rebecca Nay, may I ask you questions about your transition? Uh, sure. What Nobody's great... ever done that before. Please, please do. <laughs> that was a great transition. Well, no, no. But, but <laughs> I, do it, I do it now as somebody who, because we haven't talked to each other in such a long time, and I've taught yes. gender and communication for the past decade, and my understanding of trans issues are a little bit more three-dimensional now. So it, I think it's Excellent. interesting to come back and talk to you and, and ask a few questions. Um, sure. The first of which is the way I explain um, – transgender and transsexualism to my students when they say, well, you know, what would, what does somebody trans want to identify as? And I say, well, it's very complicated because some trans people I know identify as men or women or as trans, like female to male or male to female or gender queers, or is that an appropriate answer? I think so. I mean, it, it, I, my, my view on gender is that it is a very fluid thing. Um, you know, one of my acquaintances that I knew here in Portland, who has since moved to a, another city, 
trans was a trans woman just announced today that this this indi- individual just announced today that they are tra- detransitioning, which is kind of a new experience Whoa. for me because I've never met anybody personally that's detransitioned. I've heard about it, you know, in the media from a couple of high profile cases, uh, and those did not end well. Um, yeah, I, so uh, it's 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 constantly. I think uh, Reagan to answer your question shortly. I think yes, that's that's an appropriate answer. I think gender is very fluid, very individualized thing. Um, yet, you know, to to dumb it down for some people because some people do need it dumbed down. I I still stand behind what I used to my little mantra of what I used to say on Tranny Rick Radio is that gender is in between the ears, not the legs. Right, of course. Oh, I like now, I, I'm I'm fascinated by this idea of detransitioning because I've never heard of that before. Me neither. You said something. I actually had a friend back in the day, day when I was hanging day out day more Rockefeller? with Rockefeller. Sorry, huh? I thought you said Day Day Rockefeller. He's a porn. Day Day, no. <laughs> back in the do day. <laughs> Anywho, um, are yes. Yeah. So I used to hang out with. Uh, people who uh, a lot more with people who didn't use uh, alcohol or do drugs. Okay. And there was a young lady that I used. Well, she was kind of an older lady. Let's be real. Yeah. And um, she you. was she had transitioned to a lady. Yeah. And then uh, she had uh, maybe gone out back to the wilderness and used and abused <laughs> <What>? and came <laughs> back. And then transition back to her male, uh, I, I don't even know how to say it, gender identity or expression. What do you mean she went out into the wilderness? Well, I'm, I'm more interested in She relapsed. Oh, oh, duh. Okay, sorry. I'm more interested in the sex aspect of detransitioning. So let's say that you have somebody who is bi- born biological um, male and transitions to female and, and like actually transsexual. So gets an operation to turn uh, the penis into a vagina. Then to detransition, is there anything done that can, that can make the, um, the reconstructed or the constructed vagina a penis again? I would uh, I would to answer that question. Yes, that procedure. Well, for trans women who are detransitioning back to a male identity, I don't know. I would imagine the challenges would be the same as trans men, female to male, who want to go through the full surgery. Uh, it's it's a lot hard. It's a lot easier to take plumbing that's already there and invert it than it is to uh you know flip it the other way around it's the we're technologically we're just not there yet and i'm not sure we will ever get to the point to where somebody who doesn't have fully functioning penis can have one just Oh, we'll get there. Created, they can grow, but you never no, know. They can grow noses in labs now with stem cells, it, and then that weird like fabric that they used. They, it'll happen. But anyway, you think so? Ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that. That's. I mean, but well, even to create something that could possibly reproduce. I mean that well, that would be I don't kind know, of amazing. No, I, I don't know about. I don't. I don't see that happening anytime soon. But I do definitely think that. A, a living penis will is possible. Yeah, yeah, something that's cosmetic and yeah. has some that degree of like functionality. A fiction movie: a living penis. <laughs> <laughs> Night of living the living penis. <laughs> Night oh, of the living re- penis. It's going to be next season. <laughs> no, no, to, next to season on American Horror Story. Idea of sex because you know we've already established that sex and gender are two. Sex is an anatomical thing. Gender is an identity. And uh, yeah, no, I, I think for trans women who detransition, you know, physically, they would run into the same challenges as trans men. Now, I, I do know, like, I've met a good number of trans women through you know, mostly the, inter- the online community uh, that consider themselves to be non-op. They don't see themselves as any more or less of a transsexual than somebody who has gone through the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, you know, well, they that's consider... Kind of a, 
Isn't that kind of an important distinction to make, too? Because too often I think we get hung up on what people's plumbing is and whether you refer to someone as a male or female, for example, or you use a masculine or feminine pronoun has very little to do with, you know, what kind of plumbing they have and more to do with how they identify. But doesn't it have a lot to do with it? outside. Go ahead, Madge. No, I, well, doesn't it have a lot to do with it? Because, I mean, certainly the distinction is there between gender and uh, sex. But the thing is, like, if you have, if you are of one gender and you require and you desire the other gender, but the plumbing isn't there, I mean, that that's pretty relevant, isn't it? Well, y- you're talking about sexual. It sounds like to me you're going more into the topic of sexual orientation, which is to me a whole, a whole another discussion. Okay. I mean, when you're talking about gender identity and you know a particular community, the transgender community, which is def- transgender is definitely a bubble term, mm-hmm. you know that 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 encompasses a whole lot of individualized right. identities within kind it. Of, kind of like uh, the way that gay is used as an umbrella term. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. And, you know, but one of the things that I think people uh, have a hard time with or complain about is how focused cisgender people are on the plumbing of trans people. Because what do you mean gender people? I don't understand. Cisgender, that would be us. Yes. Uh, Reagan, would you li- mind explaining to Madge what cisgender is? Well, this is my um, understanding of it, and I only became familiar with this terminology probably in the last year, so feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But cisgender sure. are, uh, refers to people who uh, primarily identify with the um, biological uh, – with their anatomy, with the anatomy that they were born with. Cis, S-I-S? C-I-S. Cisgender. So, Madge, you are cisgender, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Quote, unquote. Yes. (laughs) I'm very confused now, because this is like, this is blowing my mind a little, because now I'm just kind of lost. I'm okay. trying to understand what you're talking but, about, but I so I it's defined. I mean, it's it, it because I remember I got in, I got in very big trouble once on Twitter. Um, I don't remember what it was, but you I said got retarded, big, and you're not allowed to say retarded anymore. No, it was about it was about <laughs> I had referenced something about transgender. Maybe it was using the oh, word tranny. I don't. know. Uh, yes, it was. I remember that. I, I vaguely remember because I don't remember. But I got in big that. trouble with a lot of transgendered people on Twitter and online, and so through that, I you know sort of tried to educate myself with what all of the terminology was and who's whom. And well, that's we, where we I can talk about the word, word word tranny in a minute because the, that is a, okay. an, an interesting topic. Self, but getting back to uh, Reagan's question about the just I, I what, what I wanted to finish my point is mm-hmm. about this whole plumbing thing is I think a a lot of trans people and I will say to a lesser extent myself included but I'm kind of in the don't give a shit category a little bit but there are a lot of trans people out there you know since I am speaking for the entire trans community uh-huh. right there we right know. We know. Uh, yeah. uh, no pressure really. Yeah, no pressure, right? <laughs> um, that would really like sexy. to see cisgender people not focus so much on the anatomy of trans people and just kind of take every person individually and, you know, and take whatever identity a trans person identifies as to take their word for it, to not really just kind of go, well, if you had the surgery, if you outside of maybe the gay male community there there's there's really a preoccupation with okay, what, the plumbing in the what, trans community what is the definition of transgender it's it's an umbrella term for a whole i this is my definition i see transgender as a bubble term mm-hmm. for anybody whose gender identity deviates from tradition or the norm so or from their Madge, anatomy regardless of anatomy we're okay. talking about purely identity so okay. madge i officially welcome you into the transgender community today thanks oh you're, you're transgendered welcome. madge <laughs> yes all right 
Oh, and I kind of misspoke because isn't there a, a preference to not say transgendered? Transgender. That's a that's a good question too. I think I think. Uh, and Madge, you know I tease you because you've got that nice, deep, sexy, sultry voice like me. No, We're kind of sisters in that I'm, way. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very um, self-confident about my lesbianism, so you can call me whatever you want. Especially since Excellent. I don't know what the words mean, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly, right? Transgender, uh, transphobic, tra- who cares? Sister. Exactly, right? Transgendered. Yeah, yeah no, it, I, there's definitely a difference between transgender and transgendered, and I think it just has to do more so with English than anything else. Because for me, I'm not transgendered because I didn't do something. You know, I, I didn't. I my identity is not, not a past an tense. activity. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's I'm more, reading. Well, not not even a past tense, but kind of like a something that passively happened to you is, yeah, exactly. is the connotation that I think of with transgendered. Okay, so here in Wikipedia it says, and this makes sense from what, that cisgender is basically your gender matches the sex that they were assigned with at birth. Now, it's to me, it would sound like, does then transgender mean people whose sex doesn't, gender identity does not match the sex they were assigned at birth? Is that what that means? It could. It could, but I wouldn't say that that's that's one thing that could definitely uh, qualify. That definitely would be included within the transgender umbrella of what could be a very wide and largely accepted and diverse definition. For, but for sure, that would be included. See, the thing is, we're t- we started talking about this last week. We were talking about why is there so much transphobia in the gay community? And I think, to me, the reason is kind of obvious because there's su- such a lack of information. I mean, I don't know what the... I, I, I have no idea, basically, what you're talking about. I mean, this is all... Yeah, like, well, this the, is very confusing. They're, they're dis- in my mind, at least, they're discrete but related issues, mm-hmm. meaning that we're all... We're all sexual minorities, mm-hmm. um, but, but the issues are, I think, different. I mean, they're just categorically different. Well, I, and not to say that yeah. there's not overlap, but it gets – I think what is confusing is this all-encompassing LGBTQQI yeah. label, which makes it seem – like the community is yeah. monolithic. Yeah, and we're we all lumped. Have the same. It, it does yeah. seem a bit weird to lump everything together. It's starting. I mean, I guess it's evolving, but like, I mean, at one point it made sense, but I think it's making. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it makes not much sense to lump all of us together into this one category because they're very different. I mean, we're just we're gay, but that seems to have very, as much to well, do with trans as uh, as uh, or transgender it, as heterosexuality does. Well, and I think – and that's always been very uh, socially and uh, politically challenging, and it's evolved. I I believe it has evolved in in, in good ways. Mm -hmm. I think the transphobia that exists within the gay community, uh, you know, is is getting – I I would like to believe is getting less. You know, I I think Mm -hmm. early on, you know, because with Stonewall – you know, trans people were very much involved with Stonewall, and I, I you know, yeah. and you know, and so here's some of the commonalities. One, you've got a couple of disenfranchised groups that are fighting for equality and rights and and recognition from society to be able to enjoy the same kind of privileges mm-hmm. else does. Okay. Uh, but you've also got there is some gender identity uh, perception issues that that do make lesbian gay and bi people uh kind of uh I yeah, we say, both relate relate to trans people there's overlap uh, and, and, in the sense that we deal with different people or people's uh, heterosexual people's expectations of our you know if a lesbian expresses herself in a masculine way you know exactly. she's got that's related they can that lesbian right. can then relate to somebody in the transgender community so right. there's some obvious political that, overlap. Hmm? The the uh, paradigm that we currently use to determine and define sexuality is not the same one that was used over a little over a hundred years ago. So now we primarily define sexuality based on sex act. 
So if you are a man who has other sex with men, you're gay. You may not identify with the label, but that is on a larger level, the label that will be projected onto you. But at the turn of the century um, in New York, when terms like homosexual and heterosexual were just beginning to gain currency among sexologists and budding psychologists, uh, those terms were used to describe disorders. um, And with homosexuality, a small component of it was same-sex sexual attraction, but it was primarily defined in terms of gender inversion. So what we would now call gay people, um, the scientific community referred to as inverts. So it was mm. masculine acting women and effeminate acting men. And in New York City at the time, they had you know this influx of Italian immigrant men who had left their families back at the homeland. They were trying to raise funds to get their families to the United States. And they would have sex with queens, fairies, uh, they were called at the time. And as long as they weren't the ones being penetrated, and as long as they had a masculine acting gender performance, they were not considered to be what we would now term gay, because the paradigm was just totally um, different. It was mm-hmm. it was based in, in terms of gender, mm-hmm. not well, sex. And I think... I think what makes it confusing for some people is it's easy to get confused about all of these issues if you don't have the ability to separate gender identity and all the issues related to that and sexual i sexual out sexuality you know your sexual right. preference your sexual activity uh, those are it, it, it really you really can simplify it quite uh, quite a bit. If you have the ability to separate those two things, uh, you know, what a person's sexuality is versus their gender identity, and both of those really are com- two completely separate yeah, things, you just, know, transgender they're, they're well, discrete. I think yeah. now more and more the reason it gets so complicated is because people are willing to understand and, you know, sort of think think bigger thoughts about it. So it used to be really simple. You're either straight or you're a queer you know, like yeah. you're either normal or you're not normal. And now the, the the conversation is, you know, actually identifying what the different communities are and trying to respect them based on, you know, their own sort of identity expression. And so the more people are willing to, you know, acknowledge that the the not norm is bigger and bigger, the more complicated it's going to get because you're going to have to try to understand more and more people who are completely or not completely but in many ways different from one another yeah well, see, and i appreciate I'm, the nuances yeah well and i'm a big fan of queer because just simply because of how inclusive that term is if you look it up in the dictionary it simply means different and uh so for me i consider myself using the very pure definition of queer i consider myself to be a queer woman uh, you know, because I am different, uh, you know, in in many different ways. You well, know, see, I, if you, I would disagree with that. Although I'm not going to say I disagree with however you identify. I mean, that's obviously enough. you know your your personal choice. But the way that I explain it to my students is, um, if you compare the United States to places in Europe like France, um, the United States since the 1960s, really 1950s has been really myopically focused on identity-related politics in a way that, let's say, like Parisian people have not. So when people in Paris were uh, engaging in riots in the 1960s, it was about Western capitalism. It wasn't, and, and they may be have fighting for rights for women and whatnot, but it's what's going on in the United States has a uniquely American flavor to it. So whenever, so I explain to people whenever they ask about my primary, primary affiliation is I say that I am gay and gay is who I am. Um, even though I'm a social constructivist who would think that things like sexual identity and gender identity are constructed, it's not who you are, it's what you do. But, um, I also operate from a queer position and I use a queer lens to understand the world. So I think queer is more the enactment, the interpretation, the way of looking at things, more of a standpoint. Mm -hmm. And gay is more rooted in um, the 
physiology of everything. Can you explain what do you mean about I I wasn't sure what you meant about the identity politics versus what? What what do you mean? Yeah, so so for instance, if you look at the social theorist of the 1960s 1970s mm-hmm. in in France, like um, men like Michel Foucault, they don't write about they're not concerned with identity the way that US theorists and activists are concerned with identity. Like who are you? Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, the way that we're going to get political advancements like, is if we band together as members of the same group and advance our cause that way. So like blacks, women, that's gays. identity politics. Right. Okay. So so yeah. European theorists and activists operate from the standpoint that identity is a sham. They're a lot more postmodern in their thinking. They think, okay, identity's not real. Identity is a product of a, right. a certain point in time in a certain place. Yep. And and it's difficult for American thinkers to truly comprehend that because we are constrained by uh, the the structures that we grew up in. And, Which and that, is so – fat- it, it's really fascinating if you think about it because it all comes out of slavery essentially because we're – I mean not to be, you know, punny – but it is we really see things black versus white. Like you, you're either A or B. You're either black yeah. or white. You're mm-hmm. either yes or no. We are very, very, very dependent on labels. And that's that's very different. We, it, we have to. It, go ahead. I was just saying that it's just like when I when I've uh, traveled and interacted with uh, South American cultures, they're so different. They don't have. They have a much finer line with, with respect to one or the other like are you gay or straight they really don't have such a thing it's just kind of like eh, yeah whatever. well in a lot of cultures like i think in native american culture they have um third spirit or or something like Bantra, that where it's like banshee or something like that. What, what is that sure two-spirited no. two-spirit yeah two-spirited yes basically <laughs> Hey, right. I gotta, can we ask um rebecca while she's here can you uh talk about the word tranny the word oh, yeah, tranny. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's have a discussion about the word tranny. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. When I started Tranny Rec Radio, I did not realize Ooh. that <laughs> community that considered that to be a slur. You know, I I I, I kind of suspected that was the case, but I didn't really know how passionate there were some trans people. Not until I started volunteering at my at, at uh, KBU, the local community radio station here in Portland, Oregon, and you know one of my friends, you know, who went through the the whole process while uh, while I was working with her in the newsroom here, uh, was you know we started having a lot of debates about the word tranny, and yeah, obviously it's never bothered me. Uh, I have no problem with it. Uh, I think it's kind of one of those words that. The trans community should reclaim and you know but you definitely have a lot of trans people that are tolerant of other trans people using the word it's kind of like the n-word you know in different communities uh they're tolerant of other trans people using the word tranny but they don't want to hear any cisgender people using that word you know and and i'm kind of that's really not where, where my mindset is i think it when it comes to language and words, regardless of what it is, I mean, you won't catch me using the N word because of the deep history behind it, yeah. and 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 the and and the res- and the respect that I have for that. Uh, but really, with most words, it's really all about context, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, I think tranny is well, no different. I, but I think people- you know, if you were a cisgender pe- if you were a cisgender person that wants that claims to be respectful of the transgender community, then it's probably a word that you shouldn't use on a regular basis, uh, at least publicly. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense, and I understand why a trans person wouldn't want to hear that word because it's a slur, but at the same time, you have to understand that people need to be educated, and that's I think that's really what has to happen because people aren't saying tranny because it's a slur. They don't know it's a slur. And, oh, yeah, exactly. And exactly. that's different well, and, from calling somebody a faggot, and you know that fat, you're calling it as a slur. I mean, this is just a matter of education, I think. 
Absolutely. Well, it's and 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 that's why I think it's good to have this discussion. Like Mm -hmm. personally, if all three of you use the word tranny, I don't give a shit. Some of our listeners might, though. Exactly. (laughs) Well, then, can you explain? Like, where is the weird? Okay, because this is going to be a very awkward conversation. Not like we don't always have awkward conversations, but so a person who is, let's say, a drag queen. Like I don't know if you know any of those. No, you mean Wonder Wisdom. I don't. I do. Who? Yes. No, so um, that's a word that drag queens use a lot. And I've tried yes. to, you know, I mean, you know, your explanation has done a lot to help me understand that. But it, it it's common parlance among drag queens. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. drag is a for, I mean, it's not the same thing, clearly, as, as you know, most or the largest part of transgenderism, but there is a transgender quality to drag for obvious reasons. Absolutely. So can you, can it's, you it's, resp- just talk about that a little bit? Well, you know, again, uh, my, my only my own opinions uh, and, you know, that being representative of every tranny out there. Um, <laughs> yes. Can you please absolve me <laughs> yes. of any guilt that I have for using yes. the word tranny um, ever? My dear tranny sister, you were absolved. Uh, Ten Hail Marys, Mary. Uh, Mary, oh yes. Yes, so go, you just make sure you have your rosary nearby. Uh, now, uh, no, ser- seriously, for me, you know, when I've seen drag shows, you know, obviously I, I, I consider drag to be a performance art, and some people do it better than others. <laughs> uh but you know for me i've never been bothered again i don't i'm not really bothered by uh cisgender using the word tranny for you know for the most part you know and and, and in drag shows again for me it all goes down to context so um for you using that word in your shows there are going to be trans people out there that are going to be a nothing you can do about that right well and uh, just like there are primarily older gay men who have big issues with the term queer and nothing exactly. that you can say to explain oh, sure. no this is a reclamation it's it, it doesn't matter yes and you know and again like i said my one of my uh trans friends here in portland who you know we spent hours and hours and hours talking having this discussion about the word tranny and uh, for me, again, it's it's all about context. Are when when you're like, are you be, when you uh, during your shows, are you like those fucking trannies? I want to kill them all, uh, you know? Or are you using it in a? Uh, <laughs> are you using I'm it in about a comp- Madge Weinstein? Mm. Oh, okay, mm. yeah. No, see, and, and that would be the one. Um, mm. I guess you could say it's okay in that particular situation, as long as it's only about. No, I've always I've always been curious how transgender people view dragon as a whole because I mean just in the way that I'm always curious if women take offense to drag because I mean while while I don't think they should you know who knows who am I to say well, what people get offended by? Well, it's it's interesting when I early on in my transition you know before I went full time uh you know ie i was still going to work identifying as male and then on my off free time you know i it was kind of you know part time rebecca so to speak uh i would go out to the gay bars cuz i felt like that was kind of a safe space to uh step outside of the gender norm and mm-hmm. quite often than not many many patrons most of them gay men would be like thought i was doing drag you know and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's interesting, like, uh, and my response, I would have needed to put a whole lot more work in this ensemble to be doing drag. I mean, because it yeah. was, so, you know, it, so it was, I know. It, it's very tame compared to what drag is. I want to know. So, like, but, what? but that used to that used to annoy the fuck out of me, you know, that I would go out and everybody thought I was doing drag. I'm like. Come on now. Oh, you must have done, you must have had nice makeup. But um, I want to know what it's like. Like, what is it like on a daily basis to go out to go to the store? Um, you know, are you like afraid of people's reaction when they hear your voice, or how does that work? Like, what's it like? Because I, I wonder what it would it's, be 
Well, and, 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 and that is a question that we should probably address in the context of what I call passing privilege. Okay. Because some uh, – and just for the purposes of the discussion, does everybody know what I mean by passing? I'm guessing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you mean – You mean that- you're really you're – really, uh- you're never mind. Farting. I'm going to up now. They call it fish in the drag. Community. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Passing yeah. gas. That is exactly what I'm talking about. See, the one, w- the easiest way to avoid attention out in public is to pass gas. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I'm pa- good passing at that. is basically meaning nobody's giving you a double take when okay. they see you and questioning your identity. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I mean by passing. Okay. It, as, as a transgender person, if you don't, if you pass, you have a hell of a lot more. You basically have cisgender privilege mm-hmm. until some, right. until you tell somebody otherwise. Uh, so, and that's why, uh, for the most part, uh, trans transgender men in our society are mostly invisible. Hmm. You mean female to male? To Female to male because yeah. the uh, yeah, they testosterone well. has a yeah. has a much more pronounced physical transformation on your body than estrogen does to a body that's already gone through the changes of yeah. testosterone that testosterone makes. Oh, that's very true because I've had people tell me they were uh, F to M and I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So, it, so do you pass? Uh, I, well, see. And that is a very subjective question. Okay. Uh, personally, and I, I am my worst critic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I consider myself to be somebody that takes pride in being in touch with reality and not having my head in the clouds, which is probably why I'm depressed and suicidal. Yeah, that'll <laughs> so, do it. Uh, yeah, exactly, right? No, mm-hmm. I do not consider myself to be somebody that passes. And, and for two big reasons. One is we make... When it comes to gender, we make very stringent judgments, you know, on gender based on voice and based on height. I mean, those are two criteria that in many people's minds, there is no wiggle room on. Even though, you know, you look at the double, you know, the women playing in the WNBA may beg to differ. Right. Uh, but so yeah based on those two things no i do not think i pass and i do get uh double takes and looks on a daily basis and even after a decade of identifying it with this gender Mm -hmm. uh you know and going through some of the physical transformations that i've gone through uh going out in public is for me still a draining experience like for example today I need to go grocery shop. Mm-hmm. A closes, so I don't have to deal with the hordes of you know of people in there because it, it's 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 a physically and emotionally. I'm sorry, I missed, you skyped out for a second. You said something. You you need to go grocery shopping, but what? Oh, the the reason I'm waiting until the store closes tonight to go grocery shopping is because there's going to be less people there. Okay, and it won't be as physically and emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. Now you you and I think that might be one reason why, and I'm speculating here again, just based on my own experiences, why there are so many transgender women out there that are just batshit crazy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, especially the non-passable ones, because they've been dealing with so much shit since they transitioned mm-hmm. that. You get to a breaking point. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's yeah, terribly I mean, it's socially like isolating. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like if you stay, it, it, let's say that you uh, get put in an asylum or a mental hospital uh-huh. and you're not technically uh, you know, on any diagnostic level um, certifiable, uh, you're, you're going to eventually become crazy because of that context. Well, it, and, it will and, it will drive you crazy. So, yeah, that makes sense. But I also think that there's probably a chemical portion or component to that as well, because when you're pumping these chemicals into your body, I mean, it's kind of like when um, 
women go through breast cancer treatment. And when you start playing with the chemicals that go into your body, they go into early menopause, they get oh, emotional, or, or like my sister who was trying to get pregnant through IVF, um, she, you know, goes through these major mood swings. But yeah, I think that there's probably a social part of it and uh, like a very isolating one. Because, I mean, what you said about having to go to the supermarket at a certain time is something that really strikes a chord with me. Um, uh-huh. Because I remember when I was in high school, not that these are the same experiences, but I couldn't just take a – because I, I was um, – I was a gender deviant in high school. Mm-hmm. I had super long hair. People confused me for a girl all the time. I wore makeup. I, you know, I, I was very queer um, in high school before queer was even queer. And uh-huh. when um, I would go, you know, it was a really big high school. I probably had a thousand people in my graduating class. And you're only given a limited time to get from one class to the next. And I could not just cut through the main hall going from sixth grade biology to sixth grade English. You know, even if it was totally on separate ends of the school, I would have to go outside and walk around like the perimeter of the school to get there because that was the only safe way right, for me to, tra- to, to traverse the school. Otherwise, I would get, you know, Definitely, like tons of people spitting the word faggot in my face, my some actually God. spitting on me, Jesus. physically brutalized. And that's something that uh, is and that And really that had nothing to do with your sexual orientation. That had all to do with your gender, with gender identity. Absolutely. 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 I, and, which but, is why – But, but in a way, it did have to do with my sexuality because – that's um, that is a variable in that equation, but it gets twisted in the mind of uh, heteronormative thinkers who confuse sexuality and gender. So, if somebody is an effeminate well, boy, then he must be gay. Absolutely, people look at somebody's gender presentation and make su- assumptions on about their sexual orientation. Right. Uh, regardless of whether of or not it's true yeah and and yeah. And, and we're talking That's about true. passing here like that is just the tip of the iceberg yeah i mean one of the things for me it doesn't help that i have like a whole bunch of depressed people in my family so genes mm-hmm. are working against me but me you too, know just honey. going to the grocery store like i can handle that my thick my skin has got thick enough to where you know that's okay i still prefer to minimize the amount of exposure i'm going to have i don't like crowds so i try to minimize that but the real issue for me the thing me to a uh, a breaking point to where you know i'm in therapy right now is the employment issue uh i've heard statistics that 70 percent of the transgender community is either underemployed or unemployed, and that was before 2008. That was when we had a good economy. Mm. You said um, 70%? 70% are either unemployed or underemployed. Now, that's wow. something I would encourage listeners to hit the Googles and mm. double-check that because, you know, yeah. that's just been – that's one of those statistics. It's just been kind, kind of socially flying around for a while. I would guess that it's probably worse now. Mm. Um, and and I I would say a vast majority of those people that fit that demographic do not pass. Like I had an interview with Doc Martin. I'm sure everybody's heard of Doc. The shoes. About a, the shoes. Yes, a, a couple of months about a month and a half ago for just like a three month temporary job over the holidays, taking uh, shoe orders over the phone. They were obviously impressed enough with my resume to call me in. But as soon as I got through the door, I, I could just automatically tell. They took one look at me, and they didn't ask me any of the questions that were on their stack of paperwork. Usually the interviewer will have like two or three pages of questions, and we'll start asking them and writing things down You know, if they're taking the interview seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got none of that. The interview was over after five minutes asking a couple of just really like dumb 
questions. Yeah, I could tell they were trying to pretend like they were interested, but they had they had made the decision the mm. moment they saw me. Hmm. And and how and many so, people were how many people were interviewing you? Hiring manager and an HR person, and it was two. Uh, I would say women, maybe in their late twenties, early thirties. Two white women. Wow. You know what really irritates me a lot is like I see a lot of effeminate men who are who are straight, and I know most gay people I know will be like, "He's gay." They'll be like, "He's gay," yeah. and they're just so certain. I'm like, I really hate when they do that because I'm like, no. If he says he's straight, he's straight. Who are you to know better because of how that he acts effeminate? That's just ridiculous, and that I just see constantly in the gay community. Like, oh, he's gay. Oh, she's a dyke. Big old dyke. Well, it's funny. You know, there are some really oppressive – because you guys were talking about transphobia within the gay community. There are some really oppressive terms out there that I'm not going to say they're oppressive to the transgender community. They are oppressive to anybody gets from the normal one of the ones that i absolutely love and i use that tongue-in-cheek is straight acting i mean what the fuck is straight oh, yeah acting? right you know no, i mean it's it's so uh yeah i'm actually the research project that i'm going to spend the next year um investigating is is the straight acting gay man paradox and why so many gay men choose to erase gay sexuality from their desire and the, and what they and what they actively yeah. seek out and the in their self performances yeah. i mean it, it's really it's it's a, it's soul murder you know what i mean it's like what when you build that into like a term like straight acting into the very structures of how you communicate with one another and mm-hmm. how you bond with one another and who you deem worthy and who you will and won't date it's it, it's really, really scary because you don't see, although it happens, but people aren't as explicit with it in the African-American community. You don't say, like, I'm an Aryan-aspiring African-American, although <laughs> a number of African-American people do assimilate and conform to white standards of beauty well, and culture say, and stuff like that. Well, I was going to say, just look at the whole, you know, the whole um, African-American women and hair I mean, yeah. you know, for the whole argument, you know, do you keep your hair natural or do you, you know, put something in it to make it straight? And I mean, there's so many. Okay, so sick. Go ahead. I, I'm just trying to wrap up. That's why I was interrupting. Okay. But you can finish. No, I'm sentence. fine. Um, so I'm going to start the closing. This has been fascinating. I really enjoyed this. But like all good things, it must end. And Rebecca, I hope you're really not as depressed as you say. I certainly hope you're not suicidal. I'll what entertainment in this show? Good. <laughs> Good. Can you say that again? I you skyped out. All of this has been a lie for purposes of entertainment in this okay. show. No, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I am I am struggling right now. But okay. uh, for those that actually do give a shit about me, they don't need to worry about me checking out because, okay. well. Uh, you know, one of the wonderful things is, you know, my mom killed herself in 2005, and I saw the pain that that uh, inflicted yeah. on everybody, okay. and I'll never do that. So oh, you don't good. need to worry about that. And stay in but, touch. We'll definitely want to have you on the show again. It's been fascinating. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thanks to the listeners for putting up with this bullshit. It's been fun. Okay, see you next <laughs> week, everyone.